0: Hey there, I'm Tatsu, and I'm Jeff, and this is Button Downs and Basketball
1: Shorts, where we buck the fear-based narrative and explore topics in a fun and unique way, all in service of personal growth.
0: Welcome to this week's episode of Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. I am your co-host, Jeff. And I'm Tatsu. And we are talking about an exciting topic today. We are talking about reinvention. Oh, yeah. Making yourself
1: anew. Yes. There
0: we go. There we go. Reinvention. I guess my first question is, what, what was the last thing you reinvented? Put you on the spot.
1: Last thing I reinvented? Uh, The last big thing I would say is my, my lifestyle, my lifestyle in general, going from corporate to entrepreneurship for one. And most recently last year and this year, living sort of the vagabond life, the nomadic life, um, which is something that I never really imagined I'd be doing. I think it was something that I wanted in the back of my mind, but never really took it seriously because I didn't think that it was possible. And I just thought it was, oh, that'd be cool. But without having, uh, actually put some time and effort and really owning that dream, you know, so yeah, that's been, that's pretty big for me. We'll be dig, dig more into that later, but how about you? Same question back at you, man.
0: All right. So you went big thing. I will go not so big. Uh, Morning routine. Morning routine. It it looked a certain way. It was very stagnant. Been with me for a long time. And then I just subbed some things out. I just kind of looked at like, hey, I want to have some fun. A little bit of um, mixing it up. You know, I just felt kind of stagnant. Mm. changed up my morning routine, kept some things, obviously, mm. um, changed up some things, some order of some things, um, setting different intentions. Um, it's, it's a big deal for me. I don't like to change up the routine so much. Um, mm. I usually stick to things that are working and, and habits that are working. But then when I peel the onion back, I'm like, well, what's working? Like, what is the definition of working? Mm. Right, And so that had been like, oh yeah, like it's kind of subjective, right? Like, and working in relation to what? So I was like, ah, oh, let's just have some fun mixing some things. And then on the docket up next will be my evening routine, which has kind of been a little loosey-goosey. So um, I feel like it's important for me to book in those days. Mm. Um, so that's on the, on the docket now, but that was the latest thing. I reinvented, that was about a month ago.
1: Nice. And, uh, I, I want to hear about like, what kind of changes you made before that you use the word stagnant. You felt stagnant. What, what was it that you felt like? Could you describe that a little bit more?
0: Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie, Hog Day? Yeah. That's <laughs> what it felt like. <laughs> I totally felt like I think my younger son JJ looks like Pump Sony Phil, so <laughs> it made an easy relation. Um, no, but I mean, like, like sorry, I think it was bad, mm-hmm. but I can feel like I was kind of going through the motions, mm-hmm. and some of my business goals weren't getting achieved at the rate I wanted them to be achieved by, um, and I felt like it was just being a little complacent, like, I don't, I don't like to change things. Just because things are okay. You know, so oh. it just had me re-examine some of those things. And, you know, one of those examples was, um, I used to have a sequential order, listening to a podcast, then reading, then working out, then meditating, doing some other journaling. And then it kind of started my day. So I just scrambled the order a little bit mm-hmm. and I took out meditating for a little while, and then I replaced that with, um, read So I would read, I read every day, but I wouldn't always, you know, read in the morning, sometimes read midday or right before I start my day. And so I started, started to read in the beginning mm-hmm. and do meditating throughout the day somewhere else. Um, just that little tweak kind of like reshaped, you know, how my first meetings went and how my first calls went. Um, just because, like, whatever I read, usually that was a topic of the conversation. I don't know why, but that yeah. happened. So I just felt like I had something to contribute.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Nice. And that those little tweaks were enough for you to not feel as stagnant
0: that with some other changes yeah like even um you know as an entrepreneur probably just like me we do a lot of networking and uh, you know this some of you will know this but i took on an investment of joining a country club in service of my businesses um that's quite a financial investment and one would say maybe it's a risk but i think anytime we do something makes you a little nervous um in support of growth and being comfortable meeting a whole bunch of new people and, you know, being plucked into an ecosystem that already exists, um, it's going to stir things up. So I think the combination of taking some risks like that, which are much like kind of quote unquote bigger things, and then looking at the routine and, and mixing that up, I think the combo just shook, shook, shook it up like I'm a bottle of soda and just shook up a soda and now sudden, you know, it's a little bit crazier and a little bit more free flowing.
1: Mm. Hmm. Mm, mm. Nice. I like that. And, and the word reinvention has this under undertone of, um, it's like an empowering choice for me. It's not like it just happened change. Like something happened to me and then I just changed because I had to react and change, right? It's like, no, it's like a, a thoughtful process. And was that, was that the way for you?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, it was all you know, for a reason, right? So, I mean, I guess you could say like one of the midpoints of that was, all right, I was stagnant, that was kind of the base level. And then the midpoint was like, Hey, I might not be getting the results I want. And then it's like, am I contributing the most I can in the world? And so that was like, it's almost like there's an embedded what for with reinvention, Mm -hmm. as opposed to just changing for change sake. Or changing because you have to. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I think that's, you know, that's the, probably the empowering link that you see. Um, and it makes a big difference. I think proactive reinvention versus reactionary change, Mm. um, can make a big difference in not only the outcome, but the journey to get to those outcomes. Mm.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree, man. The, the, word reinvention wasn't even in my vocabulary before. I didn't even no. know what, what that was.
0: I thought that was like for scientists and <laughs> yeah. that was it. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I knew the word change.
1: Yeah. But I didn't really have a necessarily a, an empowering relationship to change. It was more like things happen. You just have to change. Okay, cool.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was more like, okay, I guess I'll do it cause I have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, even your journey in the, you know, going from corporate to entrepreneurial and then the traveling, um, aside from, you know, you ending up in Charlotte, which will happen pretty soon. What's the biggest thing you, you've learned with, uh, being a little nomadic over the last, gotta be a year and a half plus.
1: One of, one of the biggest, I I would say a couple, the two of the biggest lessons I'd say I learned, and this was, this was all part of my own reinvention too. It was very intentional before I set off on this, this adventure here um, where you, you actually ignited it uh, once you knew my, my uh, apartment lease in Huntington beach was coming up at the end of January, 2021, you're like, don't re-up, don't re-up. Why don't you just come hang out with us for as long as you want, you know, everyone just hang out. You, you can work from anywhere. And that was kind of like the first time I thought, oh, well, normally I have things planned out at least a year where, where I'm going to live. I'll know at least a year, year out. Right. Yeah. And, and I remember taking, making that choice, like, this could be very interesting and being okay with uncertainty having faith in this journey of mine that is a stuff that i really needed to to practice more of so it was very much a, a part of that so leaning into faith and being okay okay with uncertainty that was a big 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 huge like I know myself so much better now because of that. I'd say the cultivation of, of home being within me, like no matter where I go, I can cultivate home. And it's not necessarily a, a place. Mm. It's, it's a, it's an energy. Um, and it has a lot to do with the people that I sur- surround myself with, but that had a big, it's still an ongoing thing, but a huge part in, in, me reinventing myself. Um, and I will say the, the third biggest thing is uh, learning, to, learning to receive. Because from, from staying with you, my sister finding out that I was hanging out with you over there on the East Coast and she lives in Denver with her family. And she's like, hey, why don't you, why don't you, why don't you hang out with us? Why don't you stay, stay with us? Ended up staying in Denver for three months last year. And so half the year I was gone from from Southern California. This year, similarly, half the year I'm going to be gone from Southern California. Right. Um, learning to receive fully, you know, the grad, the depth of gratitude without having this feeling of that I that I'm obligated to give back, you know, mm-hmm. this tran- the transactional thing. Um, that has been a huge practice as well in reinventing who, who I am and who I want to show up or how I want to show up in the world. So a lot of, a lot of deep foundational work, um, just by saying yes, and being, you know, just looking at through the lens of adventure and, and gratitude and, and fun and joy. And, uh, that's been going on for for these last year and a half so far.
0: Nice: Yeah, that's awesome. And again, just acknowledge you for taking that, that leap, and you said something when you shared it of being OK with uncertainty. How do you think people you know, are with uncertainty, and what do you think that either gives them or holds them back with?
1: I think generally speaking, and I'm, I'm just generalizing here, there's what well, we're conditioned to want to know the answer, want to know how it's all going to work out, you know, what's, you know, is, is my investment going to pay off or not? Is my time in this person going to pay off? Or am I going to look stupid if I do this or do that? Like, what's the, what's the outcome going to be? And it's a very stressful way to live. And I've lived that way for most of my life. And I've heard of, you know, different thought leaders and people sharing different experiences of, oh, I just let go. I just trusted, you know, the universe took care of me, this and that. I'm like, there's so many people that have experiences sharing that, but I'm afraid I'm afraid about, I'm afraid of that. Like I didn't, I didn't like, what does that mean? But it was resonating with me. So there's this resonance that I couldn't deny inside, but my mind just totally afraid. So I think there is a lot of fear of like, what's gonna happen? Am I gonna look stupid? You know, is, is this plan gonna backfire on me? And that's what was holding me back from really making moves and trying different stuff. Um, so yeah, very, it's, it's, uh, it's like a chain, chain around my neck that won't let me go very far, even though I think I got it all worked out.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I think that we don't like it. Like humans don't like change or uncertainty. They want to know what they don't know when they want to know. It. Mm-hmm. And sure, some of those things, that could work out like that. But life doesn't really work out like that. We, we assume we know. We assume we get in the car, we're going to get from point A to point B. And then back to point A. But that's not necessarily going to happen. We have no idea. We think we know. And we think we can play life like that. And a lot of people get content with status quo Mm -hmm. and they settle for average lives Mm -hmm. because they know, at least they know what average life is. Right. And then, like you said, we get conditioned to buying into that. Um, and it's unfortunate because a lot of people miss out on the journeys that people have when they embrace uncertainty or change or reinvention right and it's yeah sure the outcome is great but it's the journey the process that's the greatest right
1: especially if the outcome isn't truly aligned with what you truly want because if we think we want something it could be different from what we truly truly want then yeah. and so our minds could be leading us off on a tangent, that's really not aligned with who we are and what we stand for and what we really want to say and do in life. Yeah. But we just do it because it's safe.
0: It's easier. 100%. And, you know, I think again, it goes back to people being willing, right? You're okay with uncertainty. So you're open to the possibility Mm -hmm. of that. And then that led to your experience that you've had and currently have right and i i will
1: i will echo what you said earlier too the stagnation piece i was feeling stagnant like i was getting tired of people ask me yeah how you doing oh same old same old or good or even tired of hearing people oh same old same old not much nothing's changed it's like You know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, you, do you want to be saying the same thing? Like, I didn't want to be saying the same thing. I'm like, so what's, what is this? You know? So like, really like honoring that stagnation feeling inside and say, man, there's more to life than what I'm experiencing. And all right, well, I've done it this way for this long. Let's try it a different way and see what happens, you know? And, you know, a year and a half into it, I'm still alive. I'm not homeless out in the streets. You know, right. I feel more whole than I have before. <laughs> All right. Well, what else? You know, it's like, what else now?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it just leads to open, openness to more things, right? Yep. Um, I agree that our desired outcome at one point may not be the desired outcome at a later point. And we would only know that by being open to that being possible right and that openness creates experiences and then from those experiences we navigate where we want to go um what like when you hear reinvention with yourself your relationship with yourself what does that mean for you
1: it means getting clear as best as I possibly can with my current level of self-awareness, getting clear on the person that I want to become. That's the highest version of myself. And then from there, what can I practice? Like, what are the top things? And then what can I practice in, in, in service of getting me there? So, you know, better be a better man. What does that mean? Better leader in this world? What does that mean? Better son? What does that mean? Better brother? What does that mean? Better friend? What does that mean? Better business partner? What does that mean? Right? Better? Show book, right? What does that mean? Right? All these things. And like, like, honestly, honestly, um, what kind of person do I want to become? And what, what what kind of impact as well? Do I want to make in the world? And then getting specific as to Okay, well, what does that person do? What does, how does that person speak? What, how does that person think? How does that person relate to others? You know? So it's like a, it's a lo- it's a long process, but it starts with, with the end. C- current level of understanding of myself and what can I do? What kind of people can I surround myself with? All of those things to help me on that path towards that, that vision myself. Nice. I mean, I mean, this is a lifelong journey. It's going to continue to change, but you know, got to start somewhere as opposed to just like being stagnant, feeling stagnant and just like, all right, whatever, whatever. Cause <laughs> that's boring, man. <laughs> it really is boring. A lot of my, my last decades of my life were, were boring. I, w- I would look back and say, compared to now. It was very boring, honestly, you know, what about you? When you, when you think of the invention, what does that mean to you personally?
0: Yeah. W- and similar to yourself, like when, when it's reinventing, like the relationship for myself, it's getting clear. I'm like, what's actually happening. Mm. What are the stories I've told myself that are true? What are the stories that are not true? And then, like you said, looking forward and saying, well, who do I want to be and what do I want to create and what's in the way and what can I take on internally and externally to support that growth and closing some of those gaps. Um, but it's gotta be clear, you know, you gotta have clarity of where you want to go. You gotta be real and have clarity of where you are and you gotta be willing to be with that process. Um, I think a lot of us, out there, ourselves probably included at one point, say we want the thing, but don't want to put in the work, Mm -hmm. you know, and then those results show. And then we got to be with that and we might have to reinvent that process. Um, you know, anyone that's gone from childhood to adulthood, there was possibly a reinvention with their relationship with our parents. Right. Yep, We went from being a child to, I don't want to say an equal. I mean, we're all equal, but like you know, more adult to adult. Um, opposite if we have young kids in there, adults now. Um, past teachers and professors when we've graduated, you know, it's we've we've done some of these things unconsciously, and I think even when you're in a relationship or you've got friends, there's opportunity to reinvent, reinvent and not from a a lack but more of a, how can we improve what we already have? That's good. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the opportunity. Can we do that? Um, are we willing to do that? And then, you know, having fun with that process. So, you know, I kind of look at it as like, Hey, we have this amazing recipe for amazing chocolate cookies, bomb.com. And Mm -hmm. how can we make these even better? What, what we need to do, think outside the box and throw some m and in there or whatever. I may or may not be hungry right now. Um, <laughs> but that's what reinvention is, except instead so of with cookies, we're doing it with aspects of our lives. hmm hmm
1: Now there's, there's reinvention from that perspective of what you see out there and I want to add to it, right? Like putting bacon on a donut. Right, and then there's the reinvention of let's just re reinvent the donut itself, yeah, using completely brand new ingredients, for example, right? Um, and it it all depends on where you're at, of course, like self awareness wise, um, truth with your with your own self. But it's leading you towards something more than than you are. And, and, more, more than what you've expressed in this lifetime so far, right? Yeah. And it's and it's a, it's a very empowering process. Um, at the end, there's there's more joy, there's more more peace, more clarity, in my opinion, right? It's not like it's not a, it's not a disempowering process. It can be challenging, but it's still exciting at the same time, right? So reinvention is is really to be taken on as something that you could recreate who you want to be. And it's okay because the world told you to be a certain way. And if it's not, if if it's not who you truly are, you know, deep inside, if it is, or it isn't to be able to say, Hey, it's okay. And let me express myself and explore whatever that looks like now, now that I've chosen to be able to
0: share that. Totally. Yeah. And again, it's why would, why would someone, right? So it's really creating the like, what's on the other side of this reinvention yeah. and being true to that. So, you know, if someone's listening to this podcast and they're thinking about, okay, different areas they can reinvent in their lives, what's something they could take on, to get that going.
1: I would say what's one thing you've always wanted to do but was afraid to. And that could be anything career-related, relationship-related. You could even like hair color. Hmm. Change the hair color. One thing that you've always wanted to do and actually give yourself permission to do it. Hmm. First and foremost. And then what's the next step towards that? And see what
0: happens. How about you? Yeah, I like that. Um, I would say take stock, take stock of the major categories in your life um, wealth, family, health, relationships, um, well being, and rate yourself. You know, rate yourself one through 10 and see where you're at. And maybe pick the, the biggest gap of what's so now and what could be and reinvent that one. And see how it goes, and have some fun with it. I mean, reinvention can be fun. Growth can be fun. It won't always be fun, not every minute by the minute, but to enjoy that process and then be open for what comes. Mm.
1: I love that. yeah, it's it, the way you explain it, it. was just it's such a a vast, so many different paths of of this huge adventure, you know, that this possible adventure with so many different experiences ahead, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing, right? There's, that's that, there's that freeing feeling that I have when you were describing that, and which is how I relate to
0: reinvention, very liberating and open. It can be, it can be. Can be, yep. Awesome. Well, where do the peeps get in touch with us and find us? All the major streaming platforms, follow us,
1: like, share. Can find us on, we'll find Jeff on jeffmillercoaching.com, all of our social media outlets. We appreciate all your feedback. We appreciate uh, your your topic suggestions, all your comments. Thank you for your support always. And looking forward to the next one. Yeah, man, same here. Later. Thank you for checking out this episode of Button Downs and Basketball Shorts.
0: And if you got some value today, please subscribe and share, and we'll see you on the next one.